Yo, welcome to another play podcast. Today, I don't know. Hmm, what should we talk about? Do you have any juicy news? To be honest, I'm not too sure if we got any juicy news. All I know is Man City won yesterday. They beat Stoke. They win the Premier League. Um, I also just want to talk about some random things. I want to talk about Neymar's transfer to PSG. Um, PSG president holds talks amid Real Madrid rumors. According to the Metro, um, we also had David De Gea will not leave Man United. Jose Mourinho tells Real Madrid. We have Eminem and Hilan. Oh, this is good. This is actually great. Okay, great news finally. Finally, and we got some other news as well. Um, Eminem slams NRA and in iHeart Radio performance. They love their guns more than our children. Okay, okay. For those of you who don't know, Trump obviously wants to uh, train teachers, uh, give them guns, uh, tr- provide training for them and how to use them. So in case another shooting does happen in the school, they'll be prepared. Now, is that the best thing to do? So why if a teacher lo- one day just loses his anger with the class and can't control the classroom, what would the teacher do? Get a gun out and shoot the kid. You never know. Maybe it's, it's, it's stupid, you know. I don't think it's actually great, you know. The 45-year-old rapper, whose real name is Marshall Mathers, targeted the organization during his iHeartRadio performance Sunday night in Inglewood, Calif. Time magazine reported Monday Eminem added a freestyle verse to his song Nowhere Fest, accusing gun owners of loving the guns, loving the guns more than our children. The performance was introduced by Alex M- Moscow, a survivor of the fatal school shooting in Parkland, Florida, uh, where 17 students died, Moscow said he and other survivors were tired of hearing politicians send their thoughts and prayers to us and doing nothing to make the necessary changes to prevent this tragedy from happening again. When Eminem took to the stage in front of a cheering crowd, he quickly pointed out to the funding to the funding the National Rifle Association has previously provided to politicians. This whole country is going nuts and the NRA is our way. They're responsible for this whole production. They hold the strings, they control the puppet and they threaten to take donor uh, donor bucks. So they know the government won't do nothing and no one's budging. Gun owners clutching their loaded weapons. They love their guns more than our children, wrapped Eminem. This isn't the first time Eminem has spoken out, obviously, late last year during the BET Hip Hop Awards. The performer released a track titled The Storm, in which he criticized President Trump. Uh, He also stated that when he put the storm out, uh, he felt that everybody who was with him at that point didn't like his music anyway. And he told Billboard in January, I get the comparison with the non-political correctness, but other than that, we're polar opposites. He added, I know the Hillary Clinton had, that Hillary Clinton had her flaws, but you know what? Anything would have been better than Trump. A effing turd would have been better as a president. Uh, Eminem also attacked Trump in a Vulture interview, saying that the president made his blood boil. He bo- he also lashed out at Trump in a nine-minute freestyle court campaign speech in 2016. So, uh, what do you guys think? Should Eminem... Um, is Eminem right? Well, I believe he's right. Obviously, he's right. Um, but, yeah, do you think that the president is do- doing enough? Do you think that training teachers is, a good, is the way forward? I personally believe it. Don't. 
But um, in other news, according to Forbes, uh, <laughs> I know this this podcast is gonna be mostly about other, like random things, but that's right, isn't it? Every every day is different. I say why doing the title. Eminem is now tied with Justin Bieber when it comes to the, this historic feat. Late last month, Eminem was awarded over 40 new gold and platinum notifications by the RIAA Recording Industry Association of America, with many of his lesser-known tracks and less successful singles finally earning some recognition. The rapper made headlines by collecting another diamond single as his Oscar and Grammy-winning 8 Mile soundtrack Lose Yourself moved to 10 millionth equivalent to its 10 millionth equivalent unit, making him one of the just two artists in history to earn a trio of such successes. It's always big news whenever a new single enters the Diamond Club, but at the same time, Lose Yourself was inducted. Another one of Eminem's already Diamond certified tracks also moved up in the ranks, and that has helped him make history in yet another way. This hip-hop superstar best known collaboration with Rihanna Love The Way You Lie jumped from 11 t- times platinum to 12 times platinum and while one more plaque might not, might not seem like much especially after 11 have already been bestowed on the same tune that incremental success has helped him rise to the same level as another one of the biggest musical stars on the planet and that's none other than Justin Bieber uh, Eminem and Rihanna's Love the Way You Lie is now tied with Justin Bieber and Ludacris's Baby as the, o- as the only singles to be certified 12 times platinum, making them the most certified singles in US history. Between pure sales and streaming equivalents, the pair, immensely po- the pair of immensely popular tunes have shifted at least 12 million equivalent copies in the US alone, and they aren't done being playing, played by fans across the country every single day. Great news for Eminem, finally getting the recognition, well I believe he did get his um, uh, recognition very very, like a few years back, but he's finally being, he's finally getting the recognition as a legend, the recognition as a Hall of Famer, the recognition as a superstar, you know, this is Eminem, no matter how old he gets, he just, he's like good wine. The older it gets, the better it gets. <laughs> Not that I've ever tasted wine, but you know what I mean. Anyway, let's move on to some more news and um, Jamie Carragher. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who didn't know, Manchester United beat Liverpool on the weekend 2-1 and uh, the Sky Sky Sports pr- pundit, pundit, Jamie Carragher, he actually... Um, Said that, well, basically, he was driving home, and obviously, Jamie Carrick has had a successful career with Liverpool. Um, the Liverpool legend was driving home on his way back from his sky duties, and uh, well, he stopped on the motorway and he's been getting you know, uh, who wouldn't want to record Jamie Carragher when Liverpool lose? So he's getting recorded by some fans, Man United fans specifically, and then, well, would you be a bit sad, would you? I wouldn't like it, so I don't know why anybody else would like it. So then anyway, he comes up to, I believe, a little stop, and there's a Man United fan and his 14-year-old daughter in the car, and they start recording him. So he rolls down the window, and he spits at, spits at them, he unleashes a 
reveling and reveling spit, his furious spit. He spat at them, and well, um, the family didn't take it too lightly. Now they didn't do anything, to be honest. All they did was uh, just go home. But Jamie Carragher knew it was bad. It was bad what he did. It wasn't great. It's not the greatest. It's very, very, very unprofessional. Spitting at the man and his daughter. People are saying, did you know the daughter was in the car? But the family of the girl uh, spat by Jamie Carragher have their say on his Sky future now. Obviously, Sky had have held meetings with Jamie Carragher about what he did. But they don't want him to get sacked. They, they say they don't want him to lose. He shouldn't lose his job. It was an unprofessional act. He said, sorry, he shouldn't lose his job. No matter what. Now, I do you think Jamie Carragher should lose his job? I personally think he should be suspended for like a week. But not like... You know, um, you shouldn't do that, man. Like, you don't, you shouldn't wish bad on people. In other news, we got DJ Khaled, DJ Khaled, DJ Khaled, um, Jack White. I don't know who this guy is. Talks Beyonce, White Stripes, DJ Khaled in a new interview. Apparently, he doesn't know what DJ, DJ Khaled does. A new cover story for Rolling Stone, Jack White discussed a wide range of topics about his new solo record. He go he says that um, he said he said, Yeah, yeah, look. As it turns out, White is not a fan of Santana sampling hit Wild Thoughts. It's just Santana's song in its entirely entirety. He says, Read the full story at Rolling Stone. Oh man, that's a bit rubbish. He didn't understand what he does. I don't know what that means. Uh, I don't show the full article here. However, uh, DJ Hallis is joined by Sun for Big Win. Obviously, he uh, won an award at iHeartRadio Awards of 2018. Uh, Jack White covers Al Capone. This is DJ Khaled. Uh, DJ Khaled can't seem to pronounce Jenna Dewan Tatum's name. DJ Khaled struggled to pronounce Jenna Dewan Tatum's name when presenting the award. How DJ Khaled? Wow. This is pretty... Great article by the by the CNBC. Um, hurry up! Come on, come on! We'll see this. Come on, come on, come on, come on! We'll see this. Come on, internet! Come on, come on, internet! Come on, internet! Come on, man! All right, listen. We gotta add this one to the favorites. How did he Khalid went from broke to Snapchat famous and working with Jay Z, Beyonce? Come on, man! This is annoying me, man. Ah, oh, man, this is just ah, oh, this isn't great. GJ, ah, oh, we're gonna have to wait on this one. No, hold on, let me just. Come on, come on, come on. How did Khalid went from broke and in jail to making $24 million working with Jay-Z? Even did Khalid, whose real name is Khalid Muhammad Khalid. Sorry about that uh, little twist in the tale. I just had some interruption. But yeah, as I was saying, let's get back to the article. 
Uh, even DJ Khalid, whose real name is Muhalid Mohammed Halid, doesn't know just what to call himself. I am a music mogul, I am a producer, I am a DJ, I am an executive, I am a CEO, and I am an artist. Halid said on the Ellen General show in March 2016, For the last 10 years, I put some of the biggest anthems out, number one records out, like I'm the one, all I do is win, you know, the list goes on, hold you down. I have done records with Jay-Z, by the way, Jay-Z is my manager now. Halid added, in fact, Halley's latest single, Top Half, released Friday, features Jay-Z as well as Beyonce and Future. The single teases the release of his upcoming album, Father of Assad, according to Billboard. I am like the hip-hop Quincy Jones. <coughs> you know what I'm saying? I am an entrepreneur. I am a young mogul, said Khaled. I am blessed. You know what I am saying? As Khalid told DeGeneres about being a music producer and founder and CEO of his record label and management and production company We The Best Group, he leaned back in his chair wearing a brown silky jumpsuit, a wreath of gold necklaces and displaying a patch of dark chest hair. Khalid gestured to the, to the audience confidently and rubbed his carefully quiffed beard. Quiffed beard. Quiffed beard. In conver- <laughs> In conversation with DeGeneres, Khalid celebrates being well-groomed. He recommends getting a haircut twice a week as well as a weekly pedicure and manicure. Well, the way my bag can't work, so I don't think that can happen. <coughs> At the end of his six-minute bit with DeGeneres, Khalid thanked the talk show host, host for having him. He, has, he was wide-eyed with excitement. I want to let you know I am very inspired by you. I love everything you do. Gushed Kelly to Didonos. <laughs> I always watch Ellen's show. To be on here is real, is real amazing for me, told the audience. Indeed, Khalid was a knack for constantly, has a knack for constantly promoting himself while still appearing agog at his own success. So it's hard not to be charmed when listening to Khalid riff. And he does riff, rising and dropping his words to some ever-present internal vibe. It's at the heart of the appeal, and it's helped turn the pro- the pudgy 20-42-year-old Palestinian-American into social media star. Being authentic always wins, Khalid told CNBC in June, about how to be successful on social media when people see somebody that is just real, they love it, it ain't no act, it ain't, ain't no fake, he goes on to say. That's certainly been the case with Snapchat, According to a March 2017 Wise story, his posts on the platform were seen by 3 to 4 million people each at the time. Snapchat does not share follower accounts. Khalid now has more than 9 million followers on Instagram and more than 4 million on Twitter. Doubtless, it was Khalid's social reach and influence with the millennial set as well as men that helped score him a spot as a Weight Watchers ambassador alongside Oprah Winfrey who owns 10% of the company. Oprah's doing bits. On January 2nd, the day after the deal was announced, the brand stock rose 8%. Wow. Okay, now let's just get to the part where... um. He's obviously he's doing his weight weight watches thing. He's lost twenty nine point two pounds. He's apparently now you can see his neck. Before you couldn't even see. He didn't even have a neck. It just flab, but now it's just neck. Now it's not just weight watches. Khalid is everywhere and it's paid off nicely. Hal, uh, Khalid brought in DJ Khalid brought in twenty four million dollars in total pre tax earnings in the twelve months ending in June, according to Forbes September twenty seventeen rankings of the, the wealthy the wealthiest hip hop stars and. Uh, 
Khalid's embrace the good life. He has a small collection of Rolls Royces. For example, since 2006, Khalid had released 10 albums. His most recent Grateful, which dropped in June, debuted at the top of the Billboard 200 chart, uh, ranking the most popular albums in the US. He has produced videos with the likes of Justin Bieber, Rihanna, Chance the Rapper, and Drake, just to name just to name just a few. In 2016, his music label, We The Best Music Group, was signed to Epic Records. But it was a division for the Sony Empire, and Epic Records representative declined to share the financials of the deal at the time. Khalid has had sold 15 million singles worldwide. Either way, if it, whether you, the way you look at it, Rick Cross sold 35,000 albums. That's the last album. 35,000, that's what he sold. That's the latest album, just 35,000 units. But you know what? This is just DJ Khalid, man. This is another. This guy is on another level. He is a restauranteur and author, and he's also produced a new song. He actually produced a song for a Disney movie, A Wrinkle in Time, which stars Winfrey. Oprah Winfrey, young, broke, and determined. Um, it's part of Khalid's relatability, though, that he hasn't only been so successful. Finally, the juicy bits. Sorry you had to listen to all that nonsense. Um, that's just, I shouldn't really be doing that. I'm very sorry, but that's just not it. It's not it. It's not it. Khalid's mum and dad are Palestinian immigrants who arrived in Louisiana in their 20s. According to Miami New Times, his father came with $20 in his pocket. I got $20 in my pocket. He got $20 in his pocket. So his parents sold clothes at the van at a local free market to make money. Uh, Khalid was born in New Orleans in November 1975. They worked every day, seven days a week, 24 hours a day. Khalid told Miami New Times, if I wanted to hang out with my mother and father, I had to hang out with them, hustling. His family later moved to Orlando, Florida, where Khalid started DJing in his garage when he was 13. He says at the time, he had a keyboard, turntables, a drum machine and records, according to the New Times. When he was barely old enough to drive, his parents were robbed, Khalid says, in his 2016 books, which I have. At the same time, his parents ran into some final tra- financial trouble with the business. Says Harley, these two events combined finished them. His parents moved back to New Orleans to stay with the family. Harley stayed in Orlando trying to get his music career going. He had just started to get a few gigs DJing at a club, at clubs, and was occasionally invited into his local studios to play his music. He was broke, though making only about a hundred dollars a week. I was just a kid and I got evicted probably 10 times. He writes in the keys, my friends would come over and I would have no furniture and nothing in my fridge, just records. Records were my furniture and the floor was my bed when I went to sleep at night. So this guy's been through some hard, 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 hard shit, man. <coughs> he was so broke, he had to move back in with his parents in New Orleans. There, he worked at Shunies as a bush boy, as a bus boy. At, at Odyssey Records, at the record store, Khalid met rappers like Birdman and Lil Wayne, both of whom are from the city at the time. Lil Wayne was indeed little. He was only 12. Both could go on to be some of his first musical collaborators, according to Miami New Times. After a year, Khalid won $5,000 in a DJ contest, rented a U-Haul to carry his records and headed back to Orlando, according to the Keys. Back in Florida, Khalid was pulled over one too many times for driving with a suspended license. A frustrated judge sentenced him to a month in jail, according to the Miami New Times. A month was enough. Harley was scared straight. 
The day after I got out, I moved from Orlando to Miami. I just had to. It was like a big switch just got flipped on in my head. Harley writes in his book. He arrived in Miami in 1994, according to the New Times and New York Times. I had less than $20 in my pocket, just like my dad did when he moved to America. And I had the clothes on my back. It was time for me to conquer Miami. I didn't know exactly how I was going to do it, but I knew I had to. Harley struggled to get his career as a DJ off the ground. He DJed anywhere he could pick up a gig. And lived between his girlfriend's mother's place and his black Honda Civic. In 1996, Harley talked his way into his rabbit radio DJs. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, Radio D. Uh, at Mix 96, according to the Miami New Times. I used to sleep at the radio station, Harley told publication. At 22, Khalid got a spot at DJing a Friday night show in Miami. That's what I remember. He said at 13. People are making it at 22 or 25. This kid just got a spot at DJing on the radio. Oh, man. People just find it too fast, man. You just gotta be patient. This guy had to put in nine years of work before he got anything. And now people just want it now. That's what annoys me, man. It's about DJing a Friday night show in Miami. Hip-Hop Station 99 Jams. Then later, then later, a steady Friday gig at a Miami party called Rockers Island. Slowly, his career gained momentum. and There was no social media, but the word of mouth in the streets talked about he told NYC radio host Ebro him Ebro Darden in 2015. That's how I came up going to city to city on pirate radio, giving a beat CD whatever. That's how I came up in 2003. Nine Jams gave Khalid his own show. He stayed for another 10 years, according to the New Times. Gradually, Khalid got the got his uh, got the idea that he wanted to produce his own music in 2006. He decided to be the best. Uh, the king of Snapchat. Though Khalid didn't work his way up in the an era where he could leverage social media, his fame has skyrocketed in the last couple of years because of it. I tell people all the time that Snapchat changed my life, says Khalid in his book. Khalid joined the platform at the end of 2015 while spending some time at home, recovering from being on the road according to 2016 interview with Ebro. Khalid shared his daily routine with invited fans into more personal aspects of his life. You know, this is what basically happened. I'll give you the full story. The story. In an interview, he said that, uh, he had to, obviously at a time Fat Joe it was saying like Harry uh, DJ Khalid said that his you know his albums weren't doing too well, and so he just wanted to stay home. And then Khalid said, DJ Khalid said that he had to stay home because of you know uh, he goes to his wife. Listen, if everything goes wrong, um, I'm gonna at least we got the house. At least we have the house and the barbecue. So if we have no food, you can barbecue. But you need, obviously, they don't have enough money to uh, go barbecue and get food. Now, that's the priority, you know. So, anyway, he goes, I'm going to meditate now. I don't want, no, uh, wherever I'm booked, I don't want it. Whatever money's out there for me, I don't want it. That's what he said. And people like, okay, cool, cool, cool. So, nobody phoned him. And uh, for, like, two months straight. And, yeah, um, it just, it just went on like that. Like, basically, he, you know that, remember when he got famous on Snapchat? He just started posting uh, videos of Lion in the morning. That's his daily routine. I remember showering. So, I thought, I got gassed because I thought I was one of the first people to find him on Snapchat. But nah, the people already knew about him. And anyway, he went on his jet ski one day and um, obviously he does that. Woo! He Snapchats while on a jet ski. Which is iPhone crazy person, but then you that geezer's budget. <laughs> I would do the same thing. Um, 
Yeah, he started snapchatting on the jet ski and uh, one day the phone was in the water, his, uh, his thingy got wrecked, his phone got wrecked. And then he went to Apple store one day and he goes, listen to the geezer, can you fix my phone? And then all of a sudden he looked back and there were all fans screaming. And he thought, yo, what's happening? Is Justin Bieber in the store? He's looking around, is Justin Bieber in the store? And people were like, nah, nah, nah. And then all of a sudden he came out and he said, we the best, you know, and all that jokes. He came out and fans started screaming, don't ever play yourself, uh, Lion, Major Key Alert. Remember, don't fall for the trap, you know, all of that. So like, you know, that's how he got him this all attention. He made his music records even sell even more. And yeah, his geezer went viral, man. Like, But after then again, after 20 years of work, man. Yeah, look, he said, he, uh, it's like the whole mall is in the Apple store now because I stopped fixing my phone. There's like 10,000 people. i only seen this with the Beatles, you know what I'm saying? Says Khalid. Shortly thereafter, he was in Las Vegas for work and was again started by the crowd. Oh, yeah, he also went to a hotel. And he goes, uh, he was in his hotel room and he goes, I'm coming down to eat. And they go, nah, don't come down. So he's like, what do you mean? Don't come down. I'm going to come down. I got to eat. And then he goes, nah, I will take you a different way. So he's like, okay, okay. <laughs> and then he goes, there's like 10,000 people downstairs by the elevator. It says, Khalid remembering the event to Ebro. DJ Khalid has completely cracked the platform and Emmanuel is so huge. Uh, senior Vice President for Content of Coca-Cola, one of Snapchat's major advertisers in a 2016 Bloomberg feature, he says, He is the king of Snapchat. Khalid went so far to broadcast the birth of his son on Snapchat. At just one year old, Assad is already a phenom on social media with 1.8 million followers on his own Instagram. I've always been the guy who can walk into a dark room and be the light bulb. I bring joy and light, Khalid to Rolling Stone. It's true. Shortly after having a son, now I'm a father. If you thought I was going hard before, I'm going now. I'm going super hard. <sighs> Stay away from they all the time. But who are they? I'll tell you. They are they. The, they are the enemy. Basically, the haters and that. They want to keep the keys hidden and block you from the pathway of more success. And they want to see you fail. The person who wants to distract you from your studies or your career with the drama. That's day. That's a big day. But there's a major key. As as long as you stay away from day, you will prosper. Khalid has also been famous adopted the Russian uh, phrase, blessed up from Rastafarian culture. It's almost like a prayer, says Khalid in his book. Like just a reminder to myself and those around that God is good. Khalid is a devout, most devout Muslim who uh, fasts, from, uh, fasts every month. Praise his five daily prayers. Apparently, he prays more than five times a day. But you know, I like this guy, man. I really like this geezer. Well, I hope you did enjoy this podcast. Um, if you did, please let me know, and uh, I will maybe you know do another one tomorrow. Um, can't promise you, but I will try. Okay, bye bye. Take care, guys, and follow all my social media. My Snapchat once again is has underscore cr seven. Instagram is hsa three three three, and everything's in the description above. Salam alaikum guys, salam alaikum. Bye bye, sunny saying or adios, muchachos, safe, salam alaikum, bye.